0: Welcome to Nebraska Preps Post Game with Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla. Love that open. I, I get the look from JP. It's like when he oh, he's, he's says, Jacob Padilla. <laughs> yeah, the big voice guy letting us know it is time for another week of NEB Preps with my main man, Jacob Padilla. I'm just telling you guys, if you can't appreciate him, you don't have a pulse. My man, JP, has been through it, and now I am officially with the walking wounded. And as old as he is experiencing his first bone break, yep. man, good on you for dodging bullets this long. Yeah. I mean, and you're significantly younger than me, <laughs> but still, yeah. I think before I, I had the broke my broken tailbone and I broke my foot, two things, and I wasn't even to the eighth grade yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I never played football, so that probably helped. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, gotten pretty lucky 30 years between uh, before bone break. But, yeah, broken hand. 30 metacarple.
0: years. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least you can still type, man, because Lord <laughs> knows uh, as much writing as you do. Yeah, it's been a little bit of a struggle. I had to adjust to it a little bit, but we're figuring it out. Yeah, nice, man. A lot to recap, and we will go rapid yeah, fire. Let's go. Uh, you want to start an A or B? uh let's uh knock out a real quick all right let's knock out a let's start with number one ranked Bellevue West who I watched yesterday in Kansas City but we've got to go back a little yep. and make sure we recap the impressive start for the T-Birds yeah they're they five and oh uh six and oh now after. So, yeah that's yeah. right last night um, yeah
1: all, all my notes are for the weekend and then we had to push it back so I gotta uh kind of adjust on the fly here but yeah that, that was and probably they're Best win to this point? I mean, it's either this or Papio South uh, before heading into Tuesday. I have no idea what to, to make of their Tuesday game. But 68-45 win at Lincoln Northeast. Uh, and the thing was 38-34 after three. So anybody's game going in the fourth. And then they just dominated 30-11 to in the fourth quarter. Um, held Lincoln Northeast at 10-28 for 28 inside the, the, the three-point arc. So uh, 36% shooting on twos. Uh, and force 19 turnovers. So defensively, that's how they get it done. Because you look at it, they're, they're they're they've been pretty balanced offensively. Like Josiah Doltzer, he, he's been good. He hasn't been best player in the state. He hasn't needed to be. But uh, Jane Jackson's been had a couple big games uh, and then just been solid for the most part. Like they, they're just kind of getting it done defensively for the most
0: part. So this is the thing that I appreciate about Josiah Doltzler because he has, in, he, and I watched it yesterday. And it's not even in his scoring production. You know what? It I'm, I got it figured out. He he can control tempo. Yeah, and he does it handling the basketball. And he gets he's to the point now. He's bored. He's dangerous. Oh yeah. Because now what he does is he gets guys really good looks because he's darn near impossible for a lot of these teams to stay in front of. He's become this facilitator, and I, I'm telling you, it's impressive because he doesn't have to do it putting the biscuit in the basket. He He's playing at a really high level right now, in my opinion, for what it's going to take for him to succeed at the collegiate level as, a, as kind of a, a true point guard. Man, he, I'm impressed with him transitioning his game from a scoring guard mentality to what do we need to give my team a chance to cut down the nets.
1: Yeah, um, and so he had 14. Jay and Jackson had 14. Robbie Garcia had uh, 10 and eight. Uh, Jackson Stuvie had nine. Uh, Jacob Rope had eight and seven. So that eight, 18 and 15 from your your two bigs there. Uh, that kind of production will win you a lot of games, yeah. especially with Jacob just kind of working his way back in. Uh, and then moving ahead to Tuesday, they uh, went down to Kansas City. To that event, same thing. Westside is. Westside side is in we'll talk about them shortly and took uh, care of business against a uh, park hill team uh 77 53 and you're talking about josiah dozer 18 points and 8 to 13 shooting 10 assists listen second double digit assist game of his career career high is 12 any
0: year. spot he wanted to get to on the floor he did zero turnovers as yeah. well i'm telling you i <laughs> watched it firsthand i i and i sat back and i just admired i'm like you know what because it's not just we listen he's great talent there's this we know. It's the evolution of his game that isn't getting enough credit. Yeah. He is—he's changing the way that he can play basketball.
1: And I'm assuming uh, a lot of those assists went to Jaden Jackson, who went six for seven from three and finished with 22 points.
0: Yeah, that's see that see playing Park Hill, and we watched it, and, and you know I was talking about it with Caleb and a couple of the guys as we were watching ahead of time because we got down there for at at early for the girls' game for Westside, so we were in the arena. That's a bad scouting report because they just wouldn't stay attached. Yeah, that's not a- good. And you, you have to make double J. You have to make Jaden put it on the deck. And this is not a close up. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that, uh, and and so we were just talking with other coaches and players, just their ability to want to be disciplined. And uh, you know, Stuvi got it going. I told him, I said, man, it must be the hair. You know, he's growing his hair out. He looks great. Eldon Turner looked fantastic in transition. They have so much depth. Like they can come at you in a lot of different ways. And when, when Dotsler is getting to any spot on the floor with dribble drive kicks, they were getting leaky runouts. They were pulling up from three on the break. Yeah. Man, they, they looked every bit the part of the best team in the state of Nebraska.
1: Other noteworthy thing from that Tuesday game, uh, Isaiah McMorris back. Yeah. Four points, uh, playing a little bit. I know. Yeah, limited, but yeah. he got working his way back. Yeah, I know he w- wasn't sure if he was going to play early on. Ended up regretting not doing it and going back out and putting in work to, to try to get back with the team. And um, Doug Warder gave him a chance to get out there and play on Tuesday. So that's it's just something not, else to monitor. It's him a before.
0: crowded backcourt.
1: Yeah. It's a really crowded backcourt. Yep. So, like you said, depth that just adds more to that. We'll see yeah. how that how that develops. Rotation again, still figuring, working a rope back in. So. They're not even qu- and Don't we were talking about how uh, how good he's been? He hasn't even been shooting the the three ball well. We mm-hmm. know second half. I think last year he kind of got got going on that too, or um, over the summer he got going too. So that's that's something that, like if that comes around even more, like on top of everything they're doing, good luck. Um, so
0: yeah, that's W uh, S <laughs> in at six that's, and zero. That's a line from Taken, isn't it, Shane? What does he say? Good, good luck.
1: <laughs> he says a lot of stuff. <laughs> in Taken. Yeah,
0: like they. And they just, I'm telling you, like, you could just tell, like, you know, when you're playing an opponent that's scrambling like that, not really knowing personnel, it, it they just dissected them. It was like the excellence of execution. And you have to – I'm going to say this because we've talked about this for two years. You have to pick your poison yeah. with Bellevue West. You cannot stop everything, so you better decide what you want to do. If you want to let Josiah get his points and stay attached to shooters, you can play it that way. If you want to stop dribble drive penetration and have other people be you, you do it that way. But you cannot be in no man's land trying to do a little bit of both. Uh, Indeed. Um, And
1: moving on, number two, Gretna, 6-0 as well. Uh, Picked up a 64-42 win over Papio South. Uh, really strong defensive performance in that one, held them 33% shooting. Uh, outscored them 32-13 to 13 in, in the second and third quarters. Um, 18 from Landon Pekorsky, 12 from Alec Wilkins, and 11 from Alex Wilcoxen. And then 53-52, they really had to earn that uh, against Lincoln Southeast last Saturday. Um, and it was uh, back and forth. It's 16-8, Gretna after one. Uh, Southeast won the second, 16 to 16-4. Uh, it was 1914 in the uh, Gretna in the third quarter, and, and then they they played him even in the fourth to to hold on to the lead. But Southeast missed a f- couple of free throws late that yeah. could have given them the lead. Um, so that they they just narrowly escaped that one. But again, Pakorski 18, Wilcox in 18 hit a big three late to give him the lead, and then Wilkins 15.
0: Uh, uh Wil Wilcox, he's he's icy. Like you could tell, he's played in a lot of a big time games and he kind of has that temperament too where it's just kind of like steady Eddie. uh but that three and they did it without great contributions from Roselle, which if they're not going to get that and they can still function that that's like if they get those three <laughs> those three going plus Grosell yeah. you got that balance yeah,
1: like that's going to make them a, a state title contender if you can get all four of those guys going at absolutely. once absolutely
0: because if that's not one of those teams that you want scoring points. Yeah. You think if you keep them in the, the high 40s, yeah, keep low 50s. Them in 50s yeah. <laughs> Southeast had a shot there. Again, yeah. you make a couple of shots down the stretch, uh, they get that win. So, um, Southeast is one of those rare teams that's still in the top 10 with three losses, but their schedule has been a little unforgiving. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> um Millard north six and oh uh sixty one
1: forty seven against millard west that's one they they were up uh thirty five seventeen at half
0: yeah seen that um, one up close i hadn't i hadn't left yet after watching the girls game, Boy, they got a lot of versatility too yeah um Millard west tried to battle back into that one um uh Jeanette,
1: uh my uh, my OSA kid came back and well, uh, wrist he gets, injury. He gets buckets. He hurt that one. he gets west back. side. Yeah. Um, scored 18, tried to lead the comeback, but uh, um, wasn't enough. Made it a little bit more competitive, though. Um, that's Neil Moser, off to a great start to the season. 4-9 from 3, 18 points. Uh, Derek Rollins, 13 points, 9 boards. Camden Moni 10 points and 6 boards. And then uh, Elijah Geth, 8 points, 10 assists, 10 rebounds. Still struggling to shoot the ball, but doing but stuff in the stat sheet otherwise.
0: Again, much with with Eli, a lot like Dotsler in a similar vein, learning to do other things when he's not scoring the basketball. As he's kind of evolving into their primary ball handler. And then followed that up, fifty-seven forty-one
1: uh, against Lincoln uh, Northstar, thirty-one eighteen at half. Uh, and they just kind of kept it. Yep, uh, Elijah Gate, ten points, fourteen rebounds, and ten assists. Again, only four thirteen shooting from three, although he hit two threes. Um, so that's a good sign he's starting to knock a few of those down after a really slow start to the season. Um, but, uh, yeah, just, man, if he can get the scoring efficiency up to go with stuff in the stat sheet, that's going to make them a different
0: team. So it's interesting because you've seen this before with a lot of players you cheer for at the NBA level. Sometimes I, I think it's it's difficult to still be the maestro when you're hunting shots. So growing into yeah. that is not always – easy to do sometimes especially at this age uh, y- sometimes you're either a bucket getter or you're a facilitator so flirting in between both while your game doesn't suffer i think is something you have to adjust to
1: and neil monster 11 on <laughs> all on free throws again second game the season where he's hit 11 free throws uh. 11 to 13 from the line uh and then camoni Back-to-back, double-digit scoring performances for the junior uh, 10 points.
0: Nice little acquisition there.
1: Yeah. Um, and then Lincoln Southwest uh, at number four, sitting there at 4-1 and one with that only loss to Millard North. Only played one game last week. It was against Millard West again. Uh, the tough schedule for them, uh, but, again, kept it competitive. 72-65 win for, for Lincoln Southwest. Uh, it was 56-38 through three quarters. And then Millard West outscoring 27-16 in the fourth quarter to, to make it somewhat interesting. Yeah. Um, and uh, Chuck Love, uh, 21 points. in. scoring again. After a great start to the season, averaging over 18 points a game. Uh, Ryan Smith, 10-10 from the free throw line. That's big, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, bo- uh, finished with 15. Bon Boom, 12 points. Uh, and Brayden Frager, 11 points. So y- you get – you get all four of those guys going. Um that doesn't like that doesn't include Lucas Helms who's capable of a double-digit scoring game at any point. How, They've got I, options. How
0: would you how do you classify Frager? He, he a lot of people talk about him like at the Coolers and stuff like with his game and what he's capable of doing, but he's kind of been uh, maybe inconsistent is too strong of a word, he's, but
1: he's really physically gifted. I think I'm he's still learning how to play the game, how to fit in with this team, like where his shots are going a lot of time it just seems like he's uh he's kind of counting on overpowering you on using his athleticism to just go as opposed to kind of reading a situation and figuring out how to how to create the best advantage uh, but he's talented enough to, to, to make that work for for uh, in a lot of games so. I like to I
0: like the term physically just, gifted I like I used that sometimes. just a I sophomore like I like that
1: um, so that's both love and Frager sophomores there uh, taking a,
0: a bigger role for them this season does your business need easy, competitive financing for trucks or equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best available rates and terms for construction equipment, farm machinery, trucks, and trailers. In fact, customers can get loans for up to $500,000 with little or no money down in terms up to $72.000. Months currency can also help if you're getting serious about buying new or used motorhomes, which I like fifth wheels. I also like not sure who's going to drive, but that's a DB thing or a utility vehicle. Just fill out the application and the currency finance team will get to work finding a lender with the most competitive options. It's quick, secure and free to use. That's a beautiful thing. Currency is equipment financing made simple visit gocurrency.com for details. Um moving on to Westside who also went down to Kansas City, um starting so to, starting to get it going.
1: 54-42 win uh over an Owasso team from Oklahoma, I believe. Yeah. a um, L- little
0: suburb just outside of Tulsa.
1: Yep. Um so that that was a good trip down there for for Nebraska teams. Um so Yeah, ab- absolutely. Uh and so start off the week though 6651 uh at uh Millard South. Um that was a one point game going into the fourth quarter uh
0: and then it took a few yeah. I feel, so that's gonna, that's an underappreciated coaching adjustment in in my opinion that uh Omaha West Side made Rucker had the huge third quarter um against uh West Side to get them back in it and coach Simons made the decision he let Caleb guard Rucker and yeah. And and defensively, I think that really um, changed the way that Miller South wanted to play, but they just didn't have an answer for Boudreaux, who, goodness. So, yeah. Really starting to put it on the deck. We know Boudreaux's a great shooter, but I'm telling you, he was putting it on the deck and getting downhill against Westside. His repertoire was impressive. Yes, I watched that one on video, watched it back.
1: The big good news was that uh, that your son Caleb was back, uh, made made a handful of really important plays just defensively. Uh, (laughs) Like Forget, was it steal or rebound, whatever? Diving on a ball and, and then he threw it from, it it, from his from his butt. <laughs> like that's, like <laughs> that's, Those are the kind of plays that uh, I looked. The, I
0: looked <laughs> at Alvin, and Alvin goes, you know, most most people just don't make those plays. The steal and then the throw ahead to Tate from seated, yeah. the seated position.
1: But it was again one point game going in the fourth, and then outscored on twenty six. Unfortunately, um, Caleb came back, and Will Cooper suffered a knee injury. Yeah, Caleb just went down, just bad luck, fell back into the knee, and just kind of buckled underneath him. And that's his guy. and he he tried to come back in you could tell there was it was not right checked back out went back and checked him out he's done um we hoping for a speedy recovery there um sounds like he's going to be out for a bit so
0: it would be interesting to see millard south with one more option
1: option. It would be nice to have a austin trotter healthy to just get some athleticism on the wing and, and he
0: was really like he, he looks like a good teammate. I don't know him. I'm yeah. ju- I am just watch him because I know he's capable. I mean, he was engaged. Maybe you look for a guy like Brock Murtaugh who was – 10 feet, away. Yeah, yeah. Ten feet away in the <laughs> effort deck yeah. with his great frame. But they're like another option away. Well,
1: and that's the problem. Their depth has just been hurt by the injuries. I think Brock was planning to, to play basketball until the, the football injuries just mm-hmm. caught up to him by the end of the season. Obviously, um, Austin Trotter went out for football and was making a big difference than uh, yeah. foot or, or I, I think it might have been foot, foot or something. Yeah. Um, so he's working his way back. Like he, he's Still on the roster he'll play this season. I don't know when. Um, and then now, obviously, you get, you get Ben Boudreaux going 20 in that game, uh, and then you lose Will Cooper in the third quarter. And they just kind of didn't have enough options in the fourth. And that's mm-hmm. the problem right now. Like with, with the injuries, like if you put this team fully healthy with everybody that's planning to play, you've got a solid squad. But oh, yeah. you lose two, three of those guys that could have been in your top six or seven. Now, suddenly, you're scrambling to try to fill out a rotation. So it's tough for Millard South. They'll, they'll continue to battle, though. Um, Rucker's a really good player. Um, well, he Bedreau.
0: is much improved. His yeah. post game. I He's the best 6'3 post player in the state. <laughs> I right cuz he's not right, he's not a big. Yeah. But the uh, hes so good on the offensive glass. You how just can't keep that, him off. How about that third quarter? Yeah. I was like, "Wow, the drop step, the pivot foot, like I like his footwork and I know he's a football guy and he's going to be fantastic. Like he may be a steal." Yeah. He uh-huh. he he may be oh, a steal for North, North Dakota. Dakota, yeah.
1: Um so in that game, uh just kind of not a great offensive game. Got going a little bit. Tate Odvody 15. Kevin Subletfield, 14. It's a May guy. Tate, Tate has
0: got to let the offense come to yeah. him. When he does, he, he's a different player because he, he's capable of being a very efficient scorer yeah. as long as he doesn't get impatient. Yeah.
1: Uh, CJ Mitchell, 14. And then Kevin Brown, uh, we'll talk about him at, at, uh, as we move along here. But 12 points and 11 rebounds. First varsity double-double. First uh, double-digit scoring game. Uh, as a varsity player for Westside, um, obviously player I coach, so a little bias there, but good to see him coming on strong. And then they followed up 62-52 win at uh, lincoln at 10th, um, which similar story. It was only a two-point game heading into the fourth, and then Westside just controlled the the, the final period, 21 to 13. Kevin Brown, 20 points, following up a uh, first double-double. It's his first 20-point outing. Hey, going
0: uh, at a monster, to in an Anderson.
1: Seven to ten from the field, hit a few threes, which is big playing against a six-nine big guy. Yeah. Uh, Mike Anderson inside, be able to stretch the, the four there. Um, Tate Avadi 19, CJ Mitchell, 10 points, seven rebounds, six assists. Uh, and then that that went down uh, Tuesday. Didn't, didn't need a big fourth quarter this time, guys. Um,
0: yeah, they went on a little run. See, so what? The, so the difference is they stopped turning the ball over as much, number one. And their offense is moving the ball much better. When it moves – you know, Coach Simons is very good in half-court sets, even though I joke in my head there sometimes I'd like to just see them go as opposed to so many set plays. But, I mean, that is what it is because the designs are so good. And he can get guys good open shots. If they take care of the basketball and stop dribble-drive penetration, it's a different team.
1: Uh, Gave up 42 points, a good way to win a game. Uh, 54-42 was the final down there in, in Kansas City. Tate Avadi, 16 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists. Uh, Kevin Brown, 15 points, 5 rebounds. Um, uh, CJ Mitchell, 10 points, 2 assists. And Kevin Stubblefield, 9 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists. Yeah. Um, so sitting there at 6-1 and one and uh, looking, starting to look like the team we thought they could be. You got Kevin Brown coming on, three straight double-digit yeah. scoring outings. You got Caleb Benning back in the lineup. Um, so now is kind of the time for for Westside to, to hit their stride and kind of start uh, looking like what we thought they could be. Yeah,
0: the preseason number two team for most. Uh,
1: Lincoln and uh, Lincoln East sitting there at six uh, at six. So well, they, uh, so well, coach. Five and one. They 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 suffered their first loss um, down at Lincoln High. I was at that game, just just a brutal shoot. Those thing. are all
0: your guys yeah. too. You,
1: you everybody in one gym for JP. Yeah. Um, so that, I figured uh, I wanted to go down and watch them play and. Uh, 50, 54, 51 win for for Lincoln High. It really um, Vince Garrett and Lincoln High is at seventh. Uh,
0: I, I I like Lincoln High kind of because they're so they're athletic.
1: They, they, yeah, in size. Um, that's they've kind of built to this point where they've got up uh, they've got more um good basketball players I think than they've had in a while. Um, and Vince Garrett had 12 points in the first quarter. Finished with 25. Um, they were up 10 after the first quarter and then. East battled back and went back in the fourth, uh, back and forth in the fourth quarter, and then um, they, they came up a little bit short there. Um, had a, a Justin Bullets blocked a three at, at the buzzer that that could have tied it, um, but um, just two for 20 from three for a team like leak and sets And in
0: that kind of contested game
1: 6-3 and under um, they, they don't really have any size um, in their starting lineup Lincoln High one of the biggest teams in, in class A they've got six eight six eight coming off the bench um, they got 6-6 six, uh, six, six forward um, so they got a lot of size that you weren't going to be able to win a paint points battle in, in that one and they just couldn't couldn't shoot well enough to, to win that thing but they gave himself a, a, a shot to, to stick in it and win at the end uh, and then East followed that up with a 62-60 win uh, at prep on Saturday, we talked about Christmas in the cage, yeah. cage game. Um, man, that that was uh, – I watched that one on uh, on YouTube as well. Uh, phenomenal game, back and forth. Um, l- about, l- literally. Yeah, you talk about <laughs> my guys, Carter Templemeyer, 17 points, some really good finishes at the rim. Connor Hamilton – Seventeen points, five of six from three, four in the second half. That really was the difference.
0: Lightning in a bottle, or situational, or something that you think can be an X factor for them?
1: Yeah, I don't think that he's going to be hitting five. It, not five of six, but, but yeah, he's and he stepped up when when Meyer w- was out with the ankle injury. He scored a couple, uh, had a couple digit scoring games there. So like they've got options there w- with those two, and then Carter and Mick has seventeen as well. So all three, Carter, Carter, and Connor, seventeen points apiece. That's a recipe for them to to be winning games. Uh,
0: Is now the time, or maybe later, that I get the fawn over being a, a Carter Mick fan? <laughs> I I feel like I do it like, you know, once a month. I'll I'll let it go. But you know me, huge competitor, multi sport athlete. He brings it. Every single night. Yeah, East
1: outscored Prep fourteen to four in the third quarter, and then just held on uh, in the fourth quarter. Um, uh, and that, nine to twenty-two for me. So that's kind of you, you look at their box scores. They're one game really good shooting, next game cold. One game really good shooting. Like um, they could get a little bit more consistency. But any if they're hitting their threes, they can compete with uh, almost anybody they're going to face. I think.
0: Uh, they could switch a lot of ball screens too. Did you see how they were playing defensively uh, against Prep
1: again? uh, five interchangeable guys, all 6'1", 6'3", undersized inside, but that that gives you versatility, too, if you can take advantage of it.
0: Prep's got to get some consistency in the backcourt.
1: 100%. Um, Dylan Clawson has been their best player um, this season consistently. Um, uh, Prep fell out of the ranks. not going to talk about them, but they, um, in that game, uh, Trinnell Parker coming off the bench, gave him some really nice minutes Mm -hmm. as a sophomore. Uh, he's a guy to keep an eye out for. Yeah, he hasn't played a ton of and varsity. He, and but, they
0: may, it may be – remember think, we asked in the preseason, yeah. will Coach Lukey have to go younger than he wants to in the backcourt? Um, so, so
1: yeah, they're, they're still figuring some things out. They need somebody to emerge as kind of a more consistent uh, perimeter option to go with with Klaassen. But um, there, there's still a lot of good basketball players there. Lincoln High, um, they, they followed the – um, the win at East up at the 73,48 win against Omaha Westview. it's a really bad matchup for Westview. Uh, Justin Bolus had 16 uh, and Bryson Faines had 16. the 2, six, eight guys. Uh, Westview does not have size and <laughs> they're all underclassmen. So tough matchup, but six and two start uh, for, for or five and one start for Lincoln High. best start since they went 16 and 2 in 2018, 19, finished 14 and 10, they went 16 and 2. Uh, in uh, 17 and 18, and finished 13 and 12. Um, they have a chance to have their best season since uh, going 19 and 5 back in 2014-15 when you had Keyshawn Wilson um, and, and Jason Towery kind of leading that team. So, wow. good, good how about the high.
0: Rolodex though?
1: That's ba- back about the 2013 season, the first year I started covering. So that's about as far back as I go.
0: Nobody's dropping that on <laughs> on a show like this with Towery. They're just not. Hey, like the, yeah. like that's kind of jamie davis is on that
1: team he's <laughs> coaching now uh keishon okay. wilson's reffing yeah, yeah back in the yes, he he yeah he is career, yeah. So, yeah, uh, he's, an, an, he's an official now we'll speed through these and move on to b lincoln southeast three and three you mentioned um 63 23 win against grand island uh good defensive effort there uh before the the close loss to, to um uh to gretna on saturday um D. J. Bradford uh, did not play uh, in that um, that Gretna we'll game. Keep an eye on that one. Yeah, Marsh Shoemaker kind of picked up the slack. Hit hit five threes, I believe it was, or six threes. Uh, um, so it, yeah, it, yeah, five, went five to six from three to kind of help them. And Wade Voss, seventeen points. That game. They need to play through him. I don't. Slow start to the season. Let's he's got to be their best player. One
0: hundred percent agree. They struggled in the first half against West Side in a game that they ended up winning because he didn't have enough touches. Yeah. <laughs> like, play through Voss. Yeah. So nine, Papio South. That, that game against Gretna was our
1: uh, only game last week. Um, Lincoln North Stars sitting there at 10. uh ninety fifty five win against Burke. And then that loss to North Yeah, Miller um, North. Miller North, yeah, north Northeast Stephen votes at four and two Carney six and one central six and one and prep three and three
0: I wish I knew more about central we'll see as the schedule kind of ramps up here at the back end of the holiday tournaments
1: yeah and so if you uh, did not hear uh, all kinds of adjustments because of the weather originally right. they were gonna play play the the first round tonight as we record this uh, on Wednesday Uh with the weather coming on, they decided not can't do that. So they're pushing all after break. It'll be um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Monday. So four days, uh, four, four games and five days for, for these teams. It was um, t-
0: tough sledding. The top seeds kind of lose their advantage and you're coming off the moratorium. So we'll see what the early play looks like for some of these games.
1: Uh, yes.
0: I mean, cause you have to take the mandatory break.
1: Uh, yes. So that's, it's going to be difficult, um, not what you want, but um, that's you've got, you got to make it happen. Uh, Bellevue East, uh, Omaha Burke, Papillion the Vista, and Omaha Westview won the play-in games uh, on, on Tuesday. Um, so th- those are the teams advancing. Um, we'll, we'll break down the whole field. Um, you, you can find uh, the updated brackets everything everything uh, at NDBpreps.com. And next week. Buddy Mike Soder will have all that um so so that's what's next uh, uh up can, in class a we can call him a colleague now <laughs> yeah, very much so um welcome to, to mike to the, to the herd family um n- not a uh, the most significant thing well I, so two things a few things actually scott yeah took care of business 200th win for a coach college yeah. there um up at uh, against south sioux city Class act. um platteview uh five and oh they went two and oh but <laughs> Won both games 53-51. I was at that that, that game against Beatrice. Uh, Connor Milken uh, went off for 29 points and went surpassed 2,000 points. What a game.
0: slogfest. I was going back yeah. and forth talking with, with Moseman after that game, uh, Trey's dad, and just packing the paint. Not a ton of ops yeah. from behind the arc. If Platteview can play a couple of different ways, that will be an interesting team going forward because it's not always going to be Chucking it up from three and, and 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 getting free flowing shots. Beatrice made that a grinder.
1: Milken picked up his third foul in the second. It didn't quarter, play in the third quarter.
0: Really, third quarter he came back had to sit
1: most of the second quarter, and that allowed Beatrice to get back in the game as close the entire fourth, and then Platvie made a few ga- uh, plays in the fourth quarter. Milken made some plays to, to, to pull that one out. And then they survived 53-51 against Blair. Um, they were up eight after the third quarter, and then Blair made uh, a comeback in the fourth to fall just a little bit short. Milken only had 14 in that one. Trey Mosman 13. Um, and uh, Ezra Stewart 12-5. Uh, and five. And then they went 55-47 at Gross. Uh, on Saturday in uh, in their little holiday tournament deal, Milken 26 and 13, so kind of kind of back to yeah, doing you've what gotta, he does. you got to keep him off the foul line, <laughs> very much. So, um, number three, Scottsbluff uh, start off to six and one, suffered a big loss uh, against Ogallala. Um, that thing, we yeah, did not did not quite see. I, I thought that was going to be a great game. Well, and we kind
0: of previewed it as like one to kind of watch, and it's like. Whoa, that one got out of hand in a hurry.
1: Yeah. Uh thirteen threes, I, I believe that um yep. that uh spot on. So that that that's gonna be tough to keep up with. Um but gr- great uh Jaron is mm-hmm. off to, off to a great start. Ryder Smith, his his younger brother, uh uh is playing as a freshman, uh having a really good season. So um 76 seventy six forty five final. So that's the first in state loss to uh for Scott's bluff.
0: Um <coughs> Crete um seven oh now talked about them last week a team to they have my attention good to see them having some sports success
1: beat fairberry and palmyra last week and then uh handled waverly on on tuesday it's a really good win for them. that's the one we looked at that
0: one right we're like okay let's see yep uh so uh,
1: i'm assuming uh they'll be at number three in the next poll jumping ahead of scotts bluff uh and ron Cauley also suffered their first loss of the season uh Pulled out a close one against Omaha Westview, 55-49, and then lost to Hardington Cedar Catholic, 52-50, uh, 56-52 in overtime. overtime. Um, so that's good win for Cedar Catholic. Um, first loss of the season for Roncalli. Um, Bennington uh, at number six. Uh, they beat Bellevue East last week. Got off to a great start, 24-10 in the first quarter, and then just kind of cruised from there. Um,
0: 17 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists from Trey Bird. Um, isn't it funny how we said we thought that those guys would at some point start to get it going coming fresh off of football yeah yeah and so here comes Trey Bird was yeah. used to winning
1: so Owen 0-2 start season won three games since um, York York's having a really good season they beat Elkhorn handily uh, 74-59 last Tuesday um, pulled away in the fourth quarter uh, Austin Finney had 19 points and 17 rebounds I in what, that game.
0: where do you think Elkhorn's going to get consistency in scoring uh that that's
1: the question. Uh yeah. they they've been up and down so far this season, got off to a good start, and then they hit a bit of side. Uh, Ralston knocked them off in uh, and really good game. Um my brother's on the coaching staff at Ralston right now, so gave me a hard time for not going to that game. <laughs> uh, but uh come yeah. on, Jordan. Uh then York beat uh Aurora or lost to Aurora fifty five fifty seven. Aurora's kind of picked it up in the last couple of games here. I think they got a good win on Tuesday as well. Norris, uh they um Went two and zero last week. Beat Mount Michael and Seward. We well, uh, gave Mount they Michael their first loss, and then they lost to Aurora on, on Tuesday. Yeah. So everybody beating everybody. Uh, Mount, Mount Michael is at nine. That was their only game last week. And then Gross um, coming in at number ten. They they beat Boystown and then lost to Platteview uh, in their final. And then um who's it? They they lost last yeah. night, I believe. Yeah. Um, forgot who it was too. Yeah. yeah. They did. They did. They did. Uh, and then I just wrap up the uh, two, two mentions and see um, last night, the battle of one and two, uh, Ashton Greenwood went to Wahoo uh, and pulled
0: out a close one there in, in that gym. Uh, Tough place to play. And I think Ashton Greenwood always gets tired of hearing about Wahoo. And we thought this, you know, is Wahoo and who's next. Is this, can Ashton Greenwood score enough over the long haul? It's a much different team. Uh, Very much so. They're kind of figuring out their new rules,
1: but they got the pieces and showed, like, hey, they're very much going to be in contention to to repeat there. They stops. And then uh, Freeman went to Auburn or or beat Auburn uh, in a 30-29 game. I watched that one on TV on Friday. Man, that was a brutal basketball game. Uh, Not super well played offensively, but that's a good win for Freeman, who is the top team in Class C, too. More early losses
0: for Auburn than they've had in two years. One, one shout-out
1: we need to give before um, we, we get out of here. On the girls' side, heck of a game last week between Miller South and, and Omaha a- Central. Ania a- 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 Jones. Uh, Patriots pulled out, 77-71 win, got 20 apiece from Maya Babbitt, um, Chloe Lemon, uh, and uh, Cora Olsen. But Ania mm-hmm. a- 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 Jones, 43 points on 15-25 shooting, 5 of 8 from 3, 8 of 9 from the free throw line. School record. To shout five assists too while scoring 43 points. If
0: she's making shots from behind the arc, oh yeah, can't guard her. No, she's so physical. If <laughs> um, so she gets so,
1: downhill, you can't guard her. Yeah, felt we definitely need to give a shout out there. So um, that's that's
0: uh, Waverly fan, will be happy with us. Fantastic. As will she. He wants more coverage for <laughs> girls basketball. We're going. We're going to take care of you. Heck of a week, heck of a rundown. My man, JP, he made it in. The weather's trash outside. Be safe. Enjoy the holidays. We'll be back next week with Nebraska Preps postgame. A herd at Sports Network production.